This is Sean Coe, founder of Superhero Minds. And if you want to learn how to level up and be successful through masterminds and really see what's possible for you, then you should listen to my good friend, Brendan Straza, with The Mastermind Effect. It will absolutely transform your life. You love to learn, grow, and improve yourself, but you're still not where you want to be? The right mastermind can be the ultimate secret weapon when it comes to personal development, but trying to find the one that's built for you isn't always easy. Welcome to The Mastermind Effect, the one and only show that focuses on helping you cut through the noise, invest in yourself, and move past your natural limits. This is everything you need to know about masterminds, brought to you by your host, Brandon Straza. Hey everyone, we've got Sean Coe, founder of Superhero Minds. We get into why you should hire a board of directors around yourself in order to leverage their greatness. We talk about the three coaches Sean has to create freedom through structure. And we finish it off with Sean breaking down the three words to describe myself and how I can anchor my future decisions to move forward around anything that comes my way. Check it out. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the show where you know, I believe, the only way to unlock your potential is to tap into the experience of others. And today, to help us do this, we have got the founder of Superhero Minds, Sean Co. Sean, welcome to the show, man. Thank you, Brandon. I'm so excited to be here. I'm, I'm really excited. Super stoked. You got a gorgeous background, people not moving there. You know, when people realize the value that you're bringing today and they want to reach out to you, work with you, what's the quickest, fastest way to find you on social or personally reach out to you with everything you're going to bring to us today? The big platform that I leverage is, is um, Facebook. And so it's just Koshan. The other thing that I do is I have a Calendly link that anyone can book a you know, strategy call with me. I always want to be of value and access to people. So those are the two easiest ways to kind of connect with me. If they want to follow for just like some inspiration, the Superhero Minds platform on Instagram is great. Um, and they can always message me there. But, but Calendly and Facebook are the two easiest ways to connect with me. Awesome. You heard it right here. It'll be in the show notes. Reach out to Sean when you realize, that, hey, you jam with him and what he's bringing is uh, something that you need. So, all right, let's dive into it. Our ability to have access to different people and how we learn over the last five to 10 years has greatly changed. When you and I were younger, textbooks, teachers, friends, that eventually became coworkers, family. But it's, let's be honest, it's like a sliver of what's possible, what our potential really is. How has your learning changed from your early years versus today? Well, I would say the biggest foundationally transformative point of my learning was when I really realized that I had to have the right board of directors or team around me. And I love the board of directors concept because if you think about it, it's, it's a bunch of people that you bring into your life intentionally that are solely invested in your best interest. And like, so what I did is I decided I'm going to bring the right people around me and I'm going to give them intentional permission to tell me the truth no matter what. Because I don't often walk away from those meetings feeling great but I walk away with a specific inspired task to move my life forward. And so that, I would say, that kind of up-leveled my learning from books or experience to how do I leverage the greatness of others to kind of speed up the process of my success. Does that make sense? That does. That does. Does the board of directors, do you change them out like a, a typical board of directors? Are these like coaches, mentors? What, what do you consider your board of directors? So I have like, I do a couple different creative things. I have historical figures that when I do my meditation intuitive time, I tap into whether it's, 
you know, Nelson Mandela or Jesus or Mahatma Gandhi, like really inspirational people, Martin Luther King. The other thing that I did is I looked out at areas that I wanted to be more successful in, and I found a person that was already successful in that area. And I said, I need you to come be on my board of directors, and I give you permission to blank, right? And so then it was just about kind of like, obviously finding those people isn't the easiest and finding the right people isn't the easiest. But when you set out on that mission and you get those right people in your life, then you have somebody that can coach you from expertise and strength and experience. And you don't have to figure it all out on your own. Yeah, it, it's interesting. And it goes back to what, how I opened this was learning from the experience of others. Absolutely. Exactly what you're doing. And that leads into the next thing I wanted to talk to you about is like, we have more ways to take in information today, almost too much. It's like information download dump and it can be confusing. So, you know, some people, when they're looking to grow, they look for a mentor. Others look for accountability partners. People join masterminds, coaching programs. There's a lot of different ways that we can gain access to people out there. Who are you currently learning from? And more importantly, how did you find them and gain access to them? Well, the biggest people I learned from is, is my board of director mentors that I put in place. And so like I have a you know, strategic business coach. I have a mindset coach. I have, you know, I have like an, a more like of the therapy side of things coach for the softer side of things. And those are people, like I said, I put in really intentionally. I do read a lot. I'm involved in different masterminds, which that is one of the things that I have found. That's probably the second biggest piece other than the board of directors is the mastermind effect to be around really inspired people that you connect with and that are like on an impact mission too. So kind of the threefold would be the board of directors, the mastermind, and then my own personal learning and growth. The other piece is a little bit more, you know, esoteric, which is I really believe in the intuitive and the connection with the universe. And, and so, time, you know, kind of touching base with our highest self within ourselves, like that's an important process for me. So meditation and intuition work. So those would be probably the four biggest foundations of my own learning. So it sounds like your way to success, you've got a lot of internal stuff that you do your, yourself. Uh, Absolutely. Daily yes. routines or weekly routines. Do you find that you need to change up your routine so it doesn't become so black and white, so inside a box to where it's like, hey, if I do the same thing seven days a week, I'm going to drive myself crazy. But if I change it up a little bit, my routine doesn't become who I am, but it helps me who I want to be. So I actually look at it in a, a little bit different way from that. I think the structure creates freedom. And so what I do is when I, when I do those things, the, 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 morn, the miracle morning, when I do the meditation, what it does is it frees my mind space up for the creative genius. If I'm changing it too much, I've found that there's too much of a drain in my bandwidth mentally. And so for me, it's more important to have the right structure in place which frees up my mind space to function in my genius more effectively. Nice. Okay. I was, I was doing a solo show on, on structure and daily routines. And so I'm going to go back to this and actually listen and how, you know, how to implement that and how that makes, you know, complete sense right there. So, you know, moving on, talking about internally, a lot of times we get stuck. It's like we're right. in the bushes and we can't see through the weeds to know what we need to do because we get in our own way. Right now, we're going through, you know, the pandemic, and I would say this is causing or creating a reset in what's possible and what we can accomplish. How have masterminds helped you when you're looking to reset yourself and get unstuck in where you're at? Well, the biggest thing a mastermind does for me is it allows me to touch other people's greatness and be inspired by what they're doing and who they are, right? And so, like, 
that in and of itself is kind of like the dare to be great moment, you know, so you get in a room or even a virtual room with somebody and you see what they're accomplishing and you're like, oh, wow, like there is another level possible. And then what you do is you get in the pattern of just saying, this is what I see. Well, what about more? What about that next step? What about that next step? And I kind of just envision it like a staircase, right? Like there's a bunch of stairs and which stair does, am I limiting myself on? Which stair am I fixated on? And how do I keep expanding my vision? Now, for me, that's one of the things I do for my clients is I help them see what's truly possible. And then we, we build plans for inevitable success. So I'm in that process of expanding vision and casting that vision a lot. So it's very natural for me because it's what I do. But I love being around people that are inspiring because it dares my mind to go even further. What else is possible? What else am I capable of? And when we ask those questions, it forces us to look at where am I limiting myself? Where am I playing small? What is the belief structure I'm shrinking back into versus the belief structure I'm stepping into for my greatness? Yeah, no. And, and it reminds me of an a interview I was listening to recently where Billy Jean was talking about when he goes into a room and he's like, you know, I just had a $100,000 day and another person looks at him and says, well, what about it? I just had a $200,000 day and it makes them realize, wait a minute, I'm, I'm playing small. And so you want to surround yourself with the person that is doing it bigger than you. You surround yourself with people that have done it and they're doing it bigger and better than you because then, then you reach for that room. You reach for that star. Is there an example you're able to give us that because of a mastermind and we'll get into what people can expect with you, but an example that you've seen success, a specific story because you were in said mastermind and around these amazing people that you're just like, my trajectory went this way and something specific you could give us. Well, I think that the, the easiest example of that is when we talk about like, how do you develop like joint venture partnerships or you develop connections on a really professional level and you see somebody make a connection with a magazine or a specific, you know, strategic partner and you're like, oh my goodness, maybe that's possible for me too. You know, because like, we do limit ourselves and, and we do have the mind space concept where we get full. And sometimes we need that jolt to the system. The other thing is like, you know, like you look at the coronavirus and it's very easy to say, well, I can't because of the pandemic. And then you go into one of these groups and you see somebody that's having the best year of their life so far. And you're like, well, well maybe that excuse I was using doesn't actually play unless I let it play. And like, like, so there's a lot of, and especially 2020, it's a very valid thing. Like a lot of people, you know, I could easily be like, I can't because it's 2020 and there's no certainty in the world and I can't meet face to face with you. And so I might, I can go, I can shrink back. But then if you're around people that aren't shrinking back, you have to really ask yourself is like, what do I really believe I'm capable of? And is it possible for me to step into that? So it happens a lot with just creative ideas about partnership. But it also happens a lot for me about around like, what are messaging systems to reach more people? What are other strategies to create more impact and that ripple effect in the world? And so it keeps my brain in this creative flow of what's that next level? What's that next opportunity? Yeah. Now I'm just, I'm sitting there playing through that. And again, you know, the strategic partnerships, so key and who you can find being in that, that right mastermind that can help. I mean, from a partnership standpoint, and when you have the right partnership, they're able to feed off of your credibility and vice versa that right. you can feed off of theirs and it's a symbiotic relationship and how that works. So yeah, it's, it's amazing what they can do for us. So speaking of masterminds, they've been around for a long time from the apostles, right. to Benjamin Franklin with the Junto club or the leather apron club. And then, you know, you had the one guy that wrote a book on it and, you know, back in the twenties or thirties, Napoleon Hill possibly heard of him. Yeah. I, I've heard of him a few times. Yeah. <laughs> so 
how have masterminds, you know, where do you see this large boom of self-education going forward with you have your traditional education, now you get your self-education and with masterminds just changing the face of that self-education, where do you really see the face of education moving forward? Well, what I hope the face of education goes to is that, and, and it really comes down to what, what do we make the hero of the learning story? Do we make learning the hero of the story or do we make acting on that learning the hero of the story? So what I hope the next level is, is for everyone to not only celebrate their learning, but to say is, how do I create action and movement off of that learning? That's what I really want the, the hero to be, because knowledge is only potential power. It's only applied knowledge that is powerful. And so that's where I hope the education system on all levels, whether it's our high schools or whether it's our masterminds, whether it's our self-education is to say, like, it's amazing that I learned that new thing. Now I see the world a little bit different, but how does it affect my doing, not just my thinking? How does it affect what I'm capable of and what I actually do from an inspired perspective, not just what I just learned? Yeah, action creates the inspiration and the motivation to actually create something, to get those right. creative juices going, but you can't expect that it's gonna to come to you and then you'll take action. It's the action, right. what you just said comes first, so. Awesome. Well, and it's, it's the only way to supercharge the system is to act on what we know, act on what we learn. Yeah, absolutely. So speaking about what you know, what you've learned and what you give out there, typically when people invest in their future, they have a better than vague idea of what they're going to get involved with. When you put your rooms together, you're, you're hand selecting them. And maybe occasionally someone slips in there and you're just, they, they probably quickly <laughs> weed themselves out. Right. What should people expect when they enter your reality? So what they should expect is incredibly high level, high performers that they're gonna get connection with on a daily basis, right? And so like that is the benefit of the mastermind is who you connect with even more than who's leading the mastermind, like that's the benefit. And so with my mastermind, what people get is it's all high performers that have an incredible amount of success already. And so you're, you're leveraging all of the creative genius in the room. And so like that inspirational, energetic momentum. Now, I, I do obviously have a platform in the coaching you know, protocol, but the biggest thing they get access to is amazing people in a very intimate and I like the word sacred. Like it's a very intimate and sacred experience that is unique and, and is, isn't available to everybody, right? Like when I build a pod or I build a mastermind, it's around 10 people, so it's very intimate. And so it's very sacred. And so the, the relationships and the depth of connection is very deep. Do you feel the number has a lot to do with that, keeping it intimate? Because I've heard people that they're like, hey, I put a room together, 40 people. And it lasts six months. I put, you know, 100 people. And then I'm hearing more and more people that have, you know, 10, 13. They go with that, the smaller intimate numbers. Is that, is that important to you and why? It's very important to me, depending on what I'm looking for. Like I could easily run a mastermind of a hundred people and it would be incredible impact, but it just depends on the exclusivity that you're looking for. Like if you want a broad range of impact or you want deep one-on-one -on -one intimate impact. And that's what I've been shooting for more is working with the, with the right people, not a lot of people. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, I mean, yeah. You know, it makes a hundred percent sense because then you can really watch that environment and, and watch it grow as opposed to something that, you know, is out of the scope of our mind and our ability on there. So, you know, the people that are in the room, I feel today that people have a way to surprise us with their willingness, you know, their drive, what they want to actually accomplish. Has anyone been to an event or a mastermind that you've put together that has surprised you 
and what they were able to accomplish and what was the outcome because of being in that room? Well, I think that, yeah, like those are the magical moments when you're kind of surprised. And I, and I work really hard to not place expectations on people, but to continue to expansively, you know, move forward. But like I've had multiple times where people will come in and maybe they're a little bit newer in their journey as a high performer, an entrepreneur, and you see them kind of catch that glimmer of what's possible for them. And then they just, they go on what I call a run where the next six, 12, 18 months of their life, like you just can't even recognize who they've become. And I've seen people go from, I built this company to like incredible exits that really set up this financial legacy for their family to like people that you, you saw struggling with their own belief structures to all of a sudden they have this deep, incredible impact through this mission or this program or this business that they build, or even on a very personal level where they transform their family experience because of how they leveled up with inside themselves based on touching that inspiration and that genius. And you do a little bit differently. So, I mean, you've got a lot of different pieces that are inside your mastermind, your coaching, but you also have that financial aspect and you kind of touched on it right there about an exit strategy. Talk to me about how you set someone up when they're wanting to do an exit strategy and the pieces that come around that. It's a very direct foundation. And whenever we're planning financially, it's like, what is the right strategic plan and who's the right person to have in your corner, right? And the way I think about it is it's vision plan person. We want them to get tied emotionally to the vision. We want to build a strategic plan because as we know, the right plan is the one they'll actually do, not the one that is ideal in our mind. And, and what happens is, is that inevitably life goes sideways. But if we're anchored to the vision and anchored to the plan, well, then we have a really good anchor point to bring us back to where we're moving. And then we just need the right person to help us navigate through the fears, doubts, and louder voices that come up in life. And then we build towards what's ever possible. And when we have the right plan, it really makes that big exit or the building the company you know, you know, strategically and inevitably possible because we're building skills. We're building the right resources and support network, building the right capital reserve budget. And it's all based on a step-by-step plan that they can execute from inspired vision. Yeah. I mean, that's amazing when you think about it, you know, being able to take them from, you know, where they are to what they need to put in place, you know, and then what is that exit strategy? Right. And, and it's not everyone can do that. Not everyone can actually sit there and say, hey, at a certain point, I need to have that exit strategy and whatever I'm building. But it's important if you build that foundation from the beginning, I believe, if more people build that in the beginning, does that make your job easier and what you're helping them towards? Well, I don't think it makes my job easier. It just gives me more information. Like, obviously, like when, if somebody's going to say, like, I'm going to build this company, I always have the thought in the back of my mind, let's build it to sell, you know, so that, you know, because we want it to be a product that, is really valuable. Now they may run that business forever, but if we build to sell, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of the idea where then the owner isn't the center and it, he's not tied or she, he or she is not tied to the legacy forever per se, but they can build this baby as like a transition piece if they want to, yeah. you know, so that obviously we're talking about a little bit more intricate, complicated plans at this point in time. And so it's very individual, but yeah, absolutely build with the end in mind because, you know, if, if we can't hit a target, we can't see. And so if we're building a plan towards something that we haven't gotten credible clarity on, we're probably not going to hit that mark very easily. Yeah, no, it makes sense. Makes sense. All right, let's kind of move on to, um, you know, just how people visualize things. I, I, when I work with a coach, we'll talk about what it takes to be successful. And when you think about success, someone sits there and says, I want to be successful, but what is success to you? 
Is success spending more time with your family? Success building a million followers on Instagram? What is success? And I think that's something we have trouble wrapping our brains, our heads around. So to me, in success, you need to look at it from a couple of different ways. You need to have mentorship. You need to experiment, have the right partnerships. You need to be willing to fail. But I think the part that we struggle with the most is our willingness to be successful. With the sensitivity of social media today, what do you think it takes to get over the hump of actually wanting to be successful? Well, so whenever, we, whenever I have a conversation with one of my clients about how do we define what success is for them, and the key point is that nobody can define success for you but you. And then what I lean into is, are they an emotional or a tactical decision maker in how they see the world? Because if they're an emotional decision maker, I build what success is based on life experience and feeling versus checking boxes and getting milestones and destinations, right? And I think for me, that's a very important piece because I need to be able to speak their language and understand the language inside of their head so that I can help them cast that vision. Then what we do is we build in the strategy for the emotional momentum pieces so they don't get lost on what it says on Facebook or who else is posting whatever on LinkedIn because it's very easy to go sideways in this oversaturated social media world and we can start to question ourselves. But that's where I come back to the vision, the plan, the person, because when we have that anchor point, we don't get as far away from the plan with that emotional bleeding of like, oh, so-and-so just did X, right? Yeah. No, that's, yeah, that's the one thing. It's like uh, looking at social media can just be the biggest wreck. Like they did no, this, it, they did this. Time drag and comparisonitis, right? <laughs> yeah. It's like, but is it really, you know, do, do you actually have the facts and figures to say that Bob and Sally really did this? And the reality right. is you don't. Perception right. is our reality sometimes, which is our own worst enemy. So as we're getting closer to the end, you know, I, I feel that there's always new ideas brewing in times of prosperity, but innovation and ingenuity, I think come when we feel the squeeze. And right. there's a little bit of squeeze out there these days. What are you working on right now that's going to take place over the next 12 months that really excites you? So there's a lot, there, there's actually a lot of things that I'm excited about. Like I'm, I'm actually building, so I have my own personal mastermind. I'm building a collaborative mastermind at this point in time where I'm going to bring in other resources other than just me and the master coaching and the environment. So I'm really excited about that. The other thing we're doing financially is we're really trying to expand our reach to, and access to education and planning. So we're planning some really cool things with specific companies, but also on a broader scale to do some more webinar-based webinar -based things to just give people more touch points of value. As you know, people are searching for answers and are searching for people to kind of stand in their corner. And as we've talked before, like I love the linked arm journey process where I link arms with my clients and we walk a journey together. And that's another reason why I like to keep my mastermind a little bit smaller because it, I can link arms a little bit more effectively and have access to them and they can have access to me. So I have a couple different things like that. The other thing that, we're, that I'm really kind of in it, it, this is just in more of the formulation in my brain mode is I'm really liking the idea and really drawn to the idea of how do you build a legacy for the next generation? And so what, like my daughters are 16 and 13. And so I'm always thinking about like, how do I leave the, like, leave the legacy for them financially, strategic thinking, planning wise. And so I'm building out something program wise that is a financial legacy. And I don't know if it'll be a program or what it'll be yet, but like how to build a financial legacy for the next generation, like how to how to help them build from the mountaintop you finished at, not from where you started. 
And so that's going to go a couple different directions, but that's kind of the 30,000 foot like inspired view of that. So those are, those are three of the big things that are coming in the next six to 12 months, probably. Yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing more about that, highlighting it on the platform that you, talk, you and I talked about, the Success Finder. And, right. and, and that's so true. It's like, who should we be learning from? Like people are always learn, looking for who they should be learning from, but it's difficult. There's a lot of stuff you got to go through to make sure and, and what you have to offer. It's just not one sec, you know, just one area of expertise. You're bringing in other people that might specialize in other things. And I think that's brilliant from the aspect of saying, hey, I might not be the best at this, but I know that person and I'm going to bring them into your life, into our mastermind, into our world, and we're going to collaborate with them. So well, that's another value add that I would say from my own masterminds that I'm involved in is like the people that I've connected with are doing these incredible, impactful things on the, in the world and transforming people's lives. And those are the people that I want to bring in as touch points and as like value adds on that more collaborative mastermind. Yeah. One of the best masterminds I was involved with is they were constantly bringing in people on a monthly basis. And it was just so important. All right. What is one tip, tactic, an actual item that if someone listened to this and they implemented this over the next 30, 60, 90 days, they would see real results based off of what you have to tell them? So this is actually something that I am like kind of like low key obsessed with in my own brain right now. And so I'll just give what I'm like my own personal process right now. And so if we look at all the uncertainty in the world and we look at all of the conditions externally that we can't control, it's very easy to get thrown off by everything that happens, whether it's the Facebook message or a phone call or somebody gets coronavirus or something happens financially. And so one of the things I've been refining within myself and I'm teaching my clients is how do we keep momentum in a very conditional world? How do we stay anchored to our forward movement no matter what? And so this is like Brendan Burchard talks about the three words. And, and so what I've, what I've kind of done morphed that is to say is like, what are the anchor words tied to our highest self? And so what I ask my clients and I ask myself, or what are the three words that I want to be incredibly unequivocally true about myself? And so when I have somebody come up with that, so maybe you'll play along. Like, so what are the three words that come to mind for you? Genuine, emotional, and action taker. Okay, so genuine, emotional, and action taker. Okay, so we're gonna set that on the shelf for a minute. Then what you say is like, okay, what are the indicators, the feeling indicators that I'm not in alignment with where I'm headed? So maybe it's stress, it's overwhelmed, it's anxiety, right? And so then we develop a very quick system. I'm aware that I'm feeling something I don't want to feel. What would genuine Brandon do next? What would emotional Brandon do next? What would action taker Brandon do next? And so it anchors us to our higher version of ourselves and it leads to a very direct next action step that moves my life or my mission forward. And so if you run that play all day long, your life will incredibly transform in the next 60 to 90 days. Wow, I love that. Now I'm gonna, and I get to re-listen to this, you know, a few times, but now I'm gonna actually sit there write this down and actually play that out and maybe keep those cards in front of me. Right. Well, because just imagine what it's like if you hit stress or overwhelm or anxiety and you're like, oh, I'm anxious again. Well, I don't have, no, I no longer have to judge myself for that feeling. It just becomes an indicator. What does genuine Brandon do next? Okay. I go do that. Maybe it's, I call my wife. I give my kid a kiss. Maybe it's, I call that, you know, like it doesn't matter because it's just the right next action step. And the secret that we're leveraging is the best part of a step forward is that you can't take a step forward and a step back at the same time. So it doesn't actually matter how big the step forward is, you're moving forward and that's momentum and inertia. And so, and it's, and when we anchor it to your, the higher version of yourself, well then we're elevating all the time on a moment by moment basis. Wow. 
I didn't, I didn't expect we were going to get a little deep on there. And like, now you got me thinking even more. So (laughs) man, I I appreciate that. Absolutely. We've got Sean Coe, founder of Superhero Minds. You'll be able to reach out to him in the show notes below. Check him out. Sean, I appreciate the time that you've spent with us today. Thank you so much for what you've instilled and the time that you spent. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me here. It's been incredible. I greatly respect and appreciate the work you're doing. Like you're, you're making, you're transforming the world. So to be part of this is a great honor for me. Ah, thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening to The Mastermind Effect, your secret weapon for personal development. If you enjoyed the show, please take a moment to share with a friend and leave a five-star review on iTunes. And don't forget to subscribe through your favorite podcast host so you won't miss a single episode. You're one step closer to experiencing the mastermind effect.